Welcome to Whatever It Takes Radio, helping you do whatever it takes to succeed in marriage and in life. Hi, I'm your host, Paul Speed. Today, I'm sitting in the studio with my wife, Nikki. Hello, Nikki. Hi, Paul. Why do you like Christmas so much, Nikki? Oh my gosh, what's not to like, right? Um, I think my favorite things about Christmas are the lights. I love the lights on the trees. I love it when people decorate their homes with lights on the outside. I love the music. There's nothing like a good rendition of Oh Holy Night. I love giving gifts and I love sitting in the living room with all the lights off except the Christmas lights drinking hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. And you do make good hot chocolate. Yeah. It's well, got to be homemade hot chocolate. Got to be. Got to be. What about you? Why do you like Christmas so much? I like all of those things you just said. You know that. And um, I don't know. When I think of other things. I think of the colors, you know, red and green, the golds, the silvers, just a, they bring a warm feeling. There's always a warm feeling at Christmas to me. I love the music. You know that. Um, pause. Uh, here's a confession. True confession. Yes. Uh, we've been playing Christmas music since July. Yeah, so. we got started early this year. <laughs> we have to. I've got so many playlists, and I just love Christmas music, and I I really could listen to it all year long. But we waited till July, and it's been it's been full forward ahead since then. But I love the food. Um, I think of the desserts, just uh, the food, the smells. I mean, thermit milkshakes. I know. <laughs> I love those things. Um, so it's just a, it's a great thing. The festive, the decorations, you know, whether it's the tree, whether it's wreaths, just seeing the unique things people do. And of course, being here in Florida, we see flamingos and other stuff, palm trees with lights in them. We see all sorts of... It's still beautiful. It's still beautiful. Unique decorations. And of course, gift giving. Um, I love to surprise people with gifts. Um, I like getting gifts, but probably not as much as I like to give them, you know. But all those things... Um, you know, Christmas is an amazing time, and you hear, when we talk about the music, so many of the songs talk about joy, peace, you know, joy to the world, and peace on earth, goodwill toward men, and um, several of the popular songs really do talk about it's the most wonderful time of the year, and uh, but as you and I have been talking recently, um, we realize that for some people, it doesn't feel like the most wonderful time of year, Um I uh I have a really good friend who at Christmas time, um, she hates it. She's miserable. Um, it's financially stressful. It's relationally tr- stressful. It's just busy. Christmas brings about a busyness, and each year it's just gotten more and more difficult for her to the point where she doesn't look forward to it all. It's mm. definitely a dread. And I saw that a lot when I worked at LynnCare. I delivered oxygen, and um, I'd see my patients, and I'd say probably about eighty percent of them did not like Christmas. Wow. They didn't have family. Um, they were sick. Um, you know, there'd been a lot of relational breakdown and they were just, to them, I can remember several, especially women, say that they, it was the most loneliest time of the year for them. Wow. I think loneliness is probably one of the big reasons I think people probably don't find Christmas enjoyable or maybe the most wonderful time of the year. Um, I think of other things, just the stress um, sometimes the chaos it can bring with your normal schedule and your normally scheduled life. And suddenly now there's this holiday, there's all these other things, there's people that maybe come and go. Presents to buy. Presents to buy and so forth. And um, and that can bring stress in and of itself. Um, then do you think of those things like you just said, relational breakups, divorce, uh, families that don't get along, kids that won't talk to parents, vice versa. You know, that's um, that's that's really a sad part job loss 
Um, you know, those type things, unexpected tragedies kind of happen. And then if they're around the holiday time or whatever, it doesn't seem very joyful. Yeah. Cause and, life doesn't stop because it's Christmas. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I think the biggest for me is um, probably losing someone. In other words, when death um, of a loved one, someone you know, comes to play around Christmas. I've got some good friends that are celebrating Christmas this year, but they know it's probably his last because of um, because of some cancer. And um, I know how difficult that is. You know, when Jenny passed away in 2019, it was in the summertime, but um, I had someone tell me I uh, had a lot of good, good, um, influence as far as grief and what to expect. And one of the first things they told me is look out for the first. In other words, the things that you do for the first time, because it's going to bring back a flood of memories. And that was as simple as going to Chick-fil-A drive through without Jenny or something like that. Obviously birthdays, the grandkids, things like that. But Christmas was coming. And, um, I just remember for a holiday, that's always been my favorite time of year. How, how, how did you feel? Well, I think I was still at that time. I, at, at times I think God was a million miles away. You know, honestly, sure. he didn't really care. I, I knew God was there and, um, I knew he was faithful. I know his promises, but there was something inside that just felt dead. I mean, 31 years, Jenny and I had been together and celebrated all sorts of Christmases, Christmases together. And then kids come along and then grandkids. You had a lot of memories, a lot of memories. And, um, so that just brought loneliness, you know, was there. And even though I still had my family and other, so many that were reaching out to me, it's still, it was just different. So I sympathize. I really do with people, especially that have gone through losing someone. You know, you and I were talking, we've had two friends in the last year that have both lost children. Yeah. And I can't imagine going through that. In other words, and what that's like. And then you, you go into a season like this where everybody's family and ho, 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 and merry, merry. be joyful. And yet you don't feel it when you feel God's maybe a million miles away. Um, or your circumstances are difficult. In other words, they're, it's a hard situation. You don't really see a way out. And, you know, Nikki, I mean, what do you do when uh, you don't see God acting or doing, especially maybe what you think he should do. That's another way to look at it. In other words, when maybe he's not coming through for you, or that's the way you feel um, at Christmas time, where do you find that joy, peace, and so forth? Hmm. That's a really good question. And I know a lot of people listening have or are asking that same question. Let's just start with a familiar Christmas story from Luke. If we remember, um, there was an angel that showed up to a bunch of shepherds out in the field. And what did he say? He said, don't be afraid. Behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a savior who is Christ the Lord. So what is the good news? What is the joy that we have to look forward to? You know, one of my favorite names, and you hear it a lot at Christmas time that we give Jesus, it's called Emmanuel. It means God is with us. So what does that mean? It, you know, when you're walking through grief, when you're walking through loss and loneliness, you know, we know that Jesus came, he was born, and he lived a life to reveal who the Father was, and he died for our sins. But why did he do that? So that he could have relationship with us. God wants to enter into your pain. God wants to be there when you're lonely, when you're sick, 
when you've lost your job and it feels like life is crazy, when it's busy and it's stressful, when you walk through, when you're at Christmas and you got all these relatives that don't get along and you all have to be in the same room, (laughs) Jesus wants to be there to be that peace that he talks about being. Jesus wants to enter into your sorrow. He wants to weep with you. He wants to comfort you. That really is good news. You are not alone. Well, I know for me that probably when I look back to when Christmas really started meaning something to me, especially as an adult, it has everything to do with the Christmas story and the fact that God at that point in time decided to intervene into the human race by sending his son as a baby. And it's just such a beautiful story, um, but so quickly overlooked by a lot of the trappings and decorations and Santa Claus and ho, 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 and all those things. But the truth is, if we can get past the what at Christmas, all the things the world may say it's supposed to be or celebration and so forth, and remember the who of Christmas, then I think that's where my joy has always come from. It doesn't matter where I'm at or what I'm experiencing or no matter how even worldly the decorations around me may be based on the atmosphere I'm in. But what always brings me comfort and joy is to remember who is in the story and who it's about. Yes. And that it's Christ who came, God sending his son to die for us, Emmanuel, and not just die for us and leave us, but to be with us. And I think that's what allows joy and peace, even at a time. I know it was for me after Jenny died, you know, when I felt God so far away, when I could go through Christmas and I had to keep focusing on this concept of Emmanuel, he is with me. And even though my circumstances don't feel like it right now, even though things around me aren't lining up with the way I expected my story to be or end or experience at this point, I could allow myself to just ponder that when Christ walked the earth, remember the stories of him weeping laughing, um, engaging with humans and their suffering and really understanding it. He was so always so full of compassion. Yeah. In other words, and he did because he understood the human plight and where we are. And he came though, to give us something better, not just happiness in this world at Christmas time, but a future that extends eternity. Yes. And I think that's the beautiful part of Emmanuel. It's not just now to get through this world. But it's to get through this world and exit and move on to an eternity with God. And what a, how amazing that's going to be. And Christ, there won't be any more sorrow. There'll be no tears. more, yes, or loneliness. Yes. You know, pain, job loss. Yeah, don't <laughs> have to worry about that. There'll be no more of these things. No more relational breakups and all those things will be a thing of the past. And um, I think as we think of that at Christmas time, because that really is this promise to us, is this life everlasting and what that's going to be. And not let the circumstances of right now, the what of now, in other words, be our focus at Christmas, but more the who at Christmas. It's a changing of perspective. Um, it's so easy to get caught up in the, the craziness or um, the difficulties. It really is choosing to, to get a different perspective and say, you know, I know this is difficult, and and but yet... I'm going to look to Jesus, the who. Absolutely. Well, Nikki, let's wrap it up. Two things um, I know you and I talked about, if I could leave the audience with today. Um, The first thing is almost all of us know somebody probably who is having a tough time, maybe a job loss again, maybe just stress, maybe sickness, maybe um, 
maybe their life just hasn't turned out the way they had hoped it was. And it's easy to look at them sometimes and say, well, you know, they're getting what they deserve, whatever. Let's don't do that. Let's have compassion. Let's have mercy. Be Jesus. Let's be Jesus to them. And if you know someone who you think is having a tough time this Christmas season, um, ask God to help you share the who with them. In other words, to share Jesus with them and bring life and joy, maybe just a glimmer of hope and happiness in their Christmas season. And you'll be blessed because you do it, and um, and they'll be blessed. And I think God wants us to obviously do that. But if you feel you're the one, you know, that's having a tough situation, your circumstances are rough right now, maybe there's been a, a loss of a loved one. I mean, I, I sympathize. I understand. It's tough. My encouragement to you would be find ways to change the perspective from what the season seems to be with the Hollywood, the movies, the music, and all the other things. And remember the who. Remember that this is the time that Christ said there's a new way, and I'm paving a new way for mankind. Suffering will be no more. And um, and it's all about the who. It's about Jesus. And remember, God will enter into your pain. We're encouraged to come boldly before the throne of grace in Scripture that we may obtain mercy and grace to help in our time of need. And this is probably your time of need. And I just encourage you to continue to go boldly before his throne because he understands he does care. And I'm not just saying the words. He really does. And um, I believe you'll find it. And um, and he wants to give it. It doesn't mean our circumstances are going to change. You know, I think throughout my life, I've wanted that to be the answer. You know, well, then I'm going to pray and God's going to fix this. It doesn't happen that way. And um, not always. And when it doesn't, the promise is still the promise. And the promise is Emmanuel. God is with us. We need to find him. He's there. And our encouragement for you this Christmas season is that you would experience God in this way and that your life would be changed. So, Nikki, let's wrap it up. So if you have further questions or want to know more about Whatever Takes Ministries or how we can help you, please contact us through our website, www.witministries.com or call us at 336-310-5050. So thank you again for joining us today. And until next time, remember, your life can be different. Nikki, did you want me to sing We Wish You a Merry Christmas before we end? No, 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 no. Okay, I'll just wrap it up. No No singing. All right. (laughs) Your life can be different if you're willing to do whatever it takes. And Merry Christmas. Christmas!